Radio. Faith, hope, love and life. You're listening to The Journey. G'day everyone, thanks for tuning into The Journey. We're kicking off another month. We've hit June and we're well and truly in the winter right now, right around the country. How are you going Dave? You're keeping warm buddy. I'm definitely keeping warm, Jude, because I've got my latest foster greyhound. I'm up to number five over the last probably 18 months or so. All right, fantastic. Yeah, I know you love your dogs, mate. That's great. And it's a, it's a great thing that you do. Keep yeah. them warm, eh? What's it? Throw another, throw another dog on the blanket. <laughs> well, they're inside dogs. I don't know if a lot of people know that, but you can keep them inside and yeah. actually have them lying in the room with you. Fantastic. Better than a hot water bottle. Exactly. Well, enough about me and the greyhound for the moment, Jude. How's your week been, mate? Mate, really good. Sort of still coming down a little bit after the Australian Christian media conference a couple of weeks ago met some fantastic people up there yeah um and i'm really excited that that uh, lots of places around the country lots of dioceses catholic dioceses are putting the show up on their diocesan regional web pages to listen in via live streaming isn't that great it is it's fantastic we'd love to have more and more radio stations right around the country airing the journey so that people don't have to listen in via live streaming that's uh, that's the idea that's the dream anyway what have we got lined up on the show today, Dave? Well, Jude, it goes without saying, another top-notch show this week. I'll tell you what, I'm really keen to hear some great music in this week's program. And, of course, Jude, all of the fantastic inputs from our presenters who give us tips for living life to the full. I'm especially keen to hear from the lovely Trish McCarthy with her Milk and Honey segment. Yeah, she's always got lots of good things to say, our Trisha, that's for sure. First up, though, we're going to hear from Father Richard Healy with this week's Gospel Reflection, which focuses on that great event, the Ascension of Our Lord. Well, let's get into it. Faith, hope, love and life. You're tuned to The Journey. Here's this week's Reflection on the Gospel. When we come to celebrate the Ascension of Jesus, all manner of things can tend to get in the way. For a start, many people can overstate the literal details in the first reading today from the beginning of the Acts of the Apostles, what with all the information of Jesus being lifted up into the clouds, the disciples lost in wonder as they look up into the sky. But it is in the Gospel today, the final verses from the end of the Gospel of Matthew, provides the best context to understand the Ascension. It is only in understanding the Trinity that we understand the place of the Ascension. It's only there that the declaration of Jesus on yet another mountain, that all authority in both created realms, heaven and earth, have been given to him. It is the Ascension that demonstrates the unity that Jesus has with the Father as the unseen source of all life and the Holy Spirit as the breath of life that sustains us now and always. The God that Jesus reveals is the missionary God who sends healing love into the world in the person of Jesus. And now, because of the ascension, his followers are sent out into the world with the same healing love. Baptism is then the sign and seal of this mission. Although the instruction to baptize people in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit quickly became a liturgical formula in the life of the church, it probably is here a powerful description of what kind of life disciples are being incorporated into This life is nothing less than the very life of God. This life is offered to any person who is willing to repent and believe in Jesus as the fulfilled Messiah, now reigning in the realm of heaven, but whose spirit is now available to all believers. And that is very good news indeed. Grace and peace. This is Father Richard Healy from St. Paul's in Camden. You're listening to The Journey with Dave and Dodsey from the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong on cradio.org.au Together on the journey, faith, hope and love for life in all its fullness. Here's 
Sister Hilda with Wisdom from the Abbey. There's a true story that I actually saw in the newspapers when I was a child. It covered the visit of Pope John XXIII to the local Roman jail. The Pope went in there, and this was big time because in days gone by the Pope didn't leave his little enclave. There he was, the prisoners all gathered around him behind bars, the guards behind them, and that beautiful Pope started to talk to them. He talked to them about the love that God had for them. He talked about the love of friends, wives, children that were waiting for them. He talked about the love that they hadn't yet known that was waiting for them and encouraged them to get going on their life right now. Let it be the foundation stone for claiming the good things that were waiting for them. And then he blessed them and started to make his way out of the room. Just as he did that, all hell broke loose. One of the prisoners jumped up and down and screamed out, Holy Father, Holy Father, Holy Father! And the guards, as you might imagine, were trying to smack him down. The Pope said, no, 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 bring him over here. That poor man, he came to the bars and hung on to the bars. And with tears streaming down his face, he said, Holy Father, I'm a rapist, a murderer and a thief. All those things you just said, did you mean them for me too? That beautiful Pope put his pudgy peasant hands through the bars and held the beaten face and just simply said to him, My son, I meant those words especially for you. Today and in the time to come, may you too know a pair of loving hands that hold your face and assure you that that message of forgiveness and of a new start in life, that's meant especially for you. You're listening to The Journey and we just heard from Sister Hilda Scott with her wisdom from the Abbey and a great little reflection called Especially For You, reflecting on the life of John the 23rd and that's a a really powerful story about that time he went into prison and and spoke to all those prisoners and, and one in particular. Yeah, very powerful story indeed, Jude. Look, before that, we heard from Father Richard Healy. Great message all about the ascension of Jesus and the expectation of the Holy Spirit to come with wisdom and power. And this we will celebrate and focus on in a week's time with Pentecost Sunday. Can't wait. You're listening to The Journey. Music, interviews and wisdom for living life to the full. And now it's time for Milk and Honey with Trish McCarthy. Above all else, clothe yourself in love. In a few weeks' time, a friend of mine is getting married. This is always an exciting time for many, and a time of great joy and celebration. As you know, much preparation goes into the big day, and sometimes many hours are set aside for the bride to prepare and look her best. Many women know the time taken each morning to prepare for the day or special events. Hair, nails, makeup, choosing the right attire and shoes to match, Fellas, it's not quite so detailed for you, but in your unique masculinity, you would appreciate a woman who expresses and takes pride in her unique femininity. My thought this week is this. Imagine if we spend as much time getting ready on the inside as we do on the outside. There are many references to scripture. Clothe yourself in humility. Above all else, put on love. Guard yourself with the spiritual armour of God. Put on the garment of praise referred to in Isaiah. 
You may wish to focus on this in the coming week. If you know it takes 40 minutes or an hour to get ready for work in the morning, spend the equivalent reflecting and praying, preparing yourself spiritually as well as physically, and note the difference it makes to your mindful approach to the day. Imagine how attractive and captivating our church as the people of God can be if we spend as much time getting ready on the inside as we do on the outside. Together on the journey, faith, hope and love for life in all its fullness. You're listening to The Journey on cradio.org.au. Welcome back to The Journey. Hope you're enjoying the show today wherever you are, right around the country either live through your local Christian radio station or via podcast, or perhaps you're listening to us through a live streaming as well. Jude, we speak from time to time about movies that are being released that listeners should get out and see. That's right. Well, I hope all of our listeners have heard of Son of God. It's a great movie, Mm -hmm. a movie on the life of Jesus. It's been out in the cinemas since May 22nd this year. Brilliant movie depicting Mm -hmm. the life of Christ. Yep. The great thing is, Jude, it's made by Christians, not the Hollywood elite who have a tendency to play pretty loose with the truth. Now, if you haven't seen it yet, you need to get down and see this movie. What about you, Jude? Mate, I've seen trailers for it, and I've got to be honest, I haven't seen it yet, but I've seen a fantastic trailer on it. And and it sort of goes, without saying, there's been a, a series of Christian movies now that are having a really big impact right around the world yep. and are just really quality stories, you know. And as you'd expect, you know, we've got great stories to tell. The, the Christian story is the greatest story of all. So I'm not surprised that it is uh, it is doing so well at the box office. Make sure you get out and see it. And make sure you take the opportunity to talk about it too. It's just a really easy, comfortable, non-threatening way to, to share your faith and to introduce people to Jesus. Here are the missionaries of God's love with The Call. Something very strange happens every day when you travel home. Every few seconds you are faced with a potentially life-altering opportunity, yet you move on without even being aware that this decision exists. Every time you approach a street intersection or a side street, you are presented with a choice. Each road could open up new adventures or broaden your vision of the world. By driving straight ahead, you choose to sacrifice a world of unknown delights. You leave behind so much in your desire to reach your destination. It is all about the destination. As you travel home, your one desire is to get home as quickly as you can. You travel with your eyes blinded to the options because your one desire is to reach your destination as efficiently as possible. There is a simple rule of life that our decisions are determined by our destination. When presented with a range of opportunities, we decide what is good according to whether it will bring us to our chosen destination. If your perceived destination is pleasure, you will naturally make decisions that will bring pleasure no matter what the cost. Whereas if your destination is the happiness of others, you will naturally make decisions that are self-sacrificing. If you spend a lot of time fighting with temptation, perhaps you should reflect on what you are really wanting in life. In our minds, we know that a virtuous life is the correct option, but deep within our heart, we are often desiring something else. We will inevitably make our decisions based on where our heart wants to go. So we need to be aware of what is going on deep within us. Perhaps this is why the first thing that Jesus says in John's Gospel is, What are you looking for? I'm Father Dave Callahan from the Missionaries of God's Love. Find out more about us at mglpriestsandbrothers.org.
You're listening to The Journey, music, interviews and wisdom for living life to the full. You're listening to The Journey with Dave and Dodsey from the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong on cradio.org.au. And now with their tips for vibrant marriages and family life, here's Byron and Francine Parola with Smart Loving. Why is it that as a society we only get serious about saving a marriage when it is under threat of ending? What might happen if we paid as much attention to the front end of marriage at the second or third date? Hi, we're Byron and Francine Parola from Smart Loving, and today we're talking about the perils of dating without intention. The reality is that most people will marry someone who they fall in love with. And of course, they fall in love with someone they've been dating or spend a lot of time with. Once we fall in love, our capacity to objectively evaluate the character of the other person is diminished by a variety of love hormones that kick in which makes it painful to break up. The problem is that dating has become an end in itself. Most teens and young singles engage in it simply for the pleasure of the romance. Marriage is far from their horizon, so they are not looking for a person that would be a good marriage partner. They're looking for a fun, romantic partner, and therein lies the trouble. The character qualities that make a fun, romantic partner are often a liability in a marriage. Thus begins the serial dating pattern punctuated by heartbreaking bust-ups. A much better way is to be intentional in our dating habits, what we call smart dating. Now the romantics in all of us like to believe that falling in love is somehow a divinely directed activity. We're always surprised at how much resistance people have to the idea of intentional dating. They fiercely defend the serial dating pattern. They see it as extending their experience, forming them into a more mature person, and therefore it has more value. But dating without intention and in a series has two very serious and negative consequences. Firstly, it tends to scar one's heart and set in place entrenched defensive behaviours that become a barrier to intimacy in a future marriage. Secondly, it establishes the subconscious belief that the solution to relationship trouble is to break up and start again with somebody else. This serial dating leads to serial monogamy. In our judgement and years of working with couples, Dating without intention on balance delivers more harm than benefits. It's not something we want for our children, and it's not something that we see as a positive development in our culture. We're Francine and Byron Parola. For more relationship tips, visit smartloving.org. Great to hear from Byron and Francine Parola, as usual, with their tips for vibrant marriages in their Smart Loving segment. This week it was all about what happens if you are playing the dating game without... Any clear intentions, Yeah, really good message, strong message. And it's great to have them on the show every week. And and their website's full of heaps of simple tips for marriages, tips on on being a better husband or wife, a bit of personal tune-up for marriages and making marriage the best it can be. So go to smartloving.org.au if you'd like some more tips on on good marriages. We also heard from Father Dave Callahan with his segment, The Call, helping us to be better disciples. They're based in Canberra, as we know, and uh, we'll be interviewing Father Dave really, really soon on the journey and can't wait to hear all about the missionaries of God's love. Jude, share with the listeners what you were telling me about regarding this amazing movement of evangelization that's being planned Mm. for June 8, and you said it's by an organization called Yes, He Is. It's, mate, it's incredibly exciting, I tell you. On June 8, there's this aim by this group called Yes, He Is to get millions of Christians basically giving a, a, a social media message via Facebook to all of their Facebook friends that links them into this fantastic resource, multimedia resource, 
explaining why Christians believe what they believe. It's, a, it's an incredible opportunity yep. for evangelization, and all the churches are coming together and doing this. And I just encourage any of our listeners who, who want to share their faith but sometimes don't know how. It can be pretty threatening sometimes to be <laughs> out there and, and talking about your faith. Yep. But this is a really easy way, just via a, a Facebook post and sharing it with your friends that links them into a really quality resource that in a, in a contemporary, non-threatening way says, hey, this is what we're all about. And look, from our perspective, Dave, you know, from the Catholic Church, it, it really joins into evangelization in the way that Pope Francis is asking us to with other churches. So encourage people to sign up by going to www.yesheis.com. And it's the opportunity to make a huge impact, to basically put a huge thunderclap through social media on the 8th of June. It's going to be a bit like Earth Hour in many ways, but with Christians telling all the wonderful things about their faith. Mate, great message that needs to get out there to the world. Awesome. Coming up, Marilyn Rodriguez with her Peaceful Parents segment. This week, all about knowing thyself. Sounds interesting. Faith, hope, love and life. You're with The Journey. With advice on peaceful parenting... Here's Marilyn Rodriguez. Know thyself. This is a famous maxim, very well known, which was originally inscribed into the temple in ancient Greece dedicated to the god Apollo in Delphi. The importance of acquiring self-knowledge is part of the human race's earliest and most enduring philosophical tenets. St. Teresa of Avila wrote that nothing helped a person to grow humanly and spiritually so much as prayer and self-knowledge that is, a living relationship with God and our clear understanding of ourselves, our beliefs, our actions, our motivations, our strengths and our weaknesses. In fact, these two, prayer and self-knowledge, go naturally hand in hand. But today we're focusing on how growth in self-knowledge helps us to be more peaceful parents. In young children we see a lot of action and very little understanding about or reflection on those actions. But by the time we become parents, Boy, we have seen and experienced a lot, haven't we? We know who we are and what we want to do, and we have dreams for ourselves and for our children. What more is there to know about myself, we might think? But we human beings are so complex. We can always grow deeper in self-knowledge, and our parenting will always be better for it. For example, I only discovered in recent years that I absolutely need to have quite a large chunk of quiet time for myself every day, almost as much as I need food and drink. Before this, I would feel guilty for sitting, my then three children under five, in front of the TV and hiding in my room sometimes. I thought I was being selfish and that I just wasn't a very good mum. What kind of a mum can't bear being with her kids all the time every day? Well, I did a personality test and talked to a wise friend and it turned out that I wasn't being a bad mother to need frequent time out, that God's given me the kind of disposition which really needs it in order to be a more peaceful and positive mum. Growing in self-knowledge isn't always as easy as completing a personality test, although they can be helpful. It can require some deep work, looking at the things in our lives which have shaped us and discovering reasons for patterns in thinking and behaviour that we want to change. It may lead to us realising that we need to forgive someone or seek forgiveness. But the result will be greater freedom to be the parents we really want to be, and the best possible parents for our children. This is Marilyn Rodriguez. That brings us to the end of another week, Jude. Indeed it does. So thank you for listening into The Journey. Great to have your company again this week. Hope everyone's rugged up right around the country. 
I encourage you to give us some feedback on our Facebook page. Just look for The Journey Catholic Radio in your search engine. We can also follow links to listen to past shows of The Journey as podcasts. And if the show isn't being played on your local Christian radio station yet and you're listening in via podcast or live streaming, why don't you give them a call? I'm sure they'd love to hear from you and get some input about why you'd like to hear The Journey playing in your local region. And a big cheerio to all of our friends down in Gippsland and in Wodonga as well. Great to have you guys listening into the show. A great part of the country as well. Next week on the show, we'll be doing it all again. Great music, interviews and inputs from our awesome presenters. Well, I'm off to take the Foster Greyhound for a walk. Good on you. <laughs> Faith, hope, love and life. You've been listening to The Journey. The Journey is produced by the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong in cooperation with Pulse 94.1 and edited by Jude Hennessy and Daniel Hopper from the Office of the Bishop. Radio.org.au